0: What can I get out of this year? Well, I can screw this guy. I can get a little bit more money out of him this year and then I'm good. That's not the way the Bible would encourage you to think. We are building a life of faithfulness. That means we're people who pay our bills. We're gonna see that in this Psalm. We don't uh, declare bankruptcy and now all of my debts are magically gone and I can start over. No, we pay what we owe. We take care of our responsibilities. We grow wealth little by little. When we think long-term wealth, we're not thinking 20 years. Well, if 20 years I could have a mansion. No, we're thinking 200 years and more. We're thinking, here's the magic phrase, multi-generational. And this is Abraham's Wallet. Join us weekly create a culture in your family of multi-generational prosperity, spiritually, relationally, physically, intellectually, and financially. Run your home, your dough, like a biblical boss. Is it 2024? Just like that already? How can it be so? It is so. It's 2024, and uh, as we look at the year ahead, I think we're, we can probably safely predict a couple of things. It's going to be a tumultuous year in American history. Uh, this is the big election year. It's the election year after Black Lives Matter. It's the election year after uh, COVID hit the fan. There's been a lot of uh, financial sonic booms that have happened and there's threats of more to come. We've talked about prophecies of doom. And I just wanted to spend a little time today uh, reading a passage with you. So uh, this isn't gonna be long. We are releasing a series, Just this is just an FYI. We're releasing a series of videos on YouTube Uh, because we want to kind of be video encyclopedia for people with financial questions. So we are, we're releasing the first really short videos that answer really simple questions. What is a credit score? What's an IRA? What's a 401k? So we're releasing those to YouTube. So this uh, episode is going to be short, but I wanted to orient you for the year to come because uh, it's going to be topsy-turvy here's something I can guarantee, no matter what year it is, but evil people are going to reveal themselves to be more evil than you had supposed they might be. That's going to happen. And there will be a challenge for you in the coming year. Can you keep your head or can you keep yourself from doing this thing that uh, is sometimes translated the word fret? Um, And as my friend uh, David Sheldon. Says, well, sometimes when the word is translated fret, we think of worrying. But the word fret is really a biblical word that means uh, working yourself up in anger and, you know, getting beside yourself in anger. So I think a really good uh, reference for us is Psalm 37. So I'm just going to read some of Psalm 37 to you. I'm going to make some comments because I think they are, this passage is incredibly apropos. Um, for would-be Abrahamic leaders and the way that we're posturing ourselves in these days. I have to throw out a shout out to our Saturday Men's Midrash, which is a Bible study group um, led by Jeremy Pryor, among others. So I just have to acknowledge that uh, this is a passage that we recently covered, and I I think it's really helpful to us. So Let me go ahead and tell you some of the themes that are going to be covered in this psalm before I actually read it. Uh, One is that there are going to be evil people around you. And repeatedly, the command of Scripture is to not get worked up about them, to, to be at peace. Now, there's going to be a line in here that says that we are going to be people who speak truth. So we're going to speak truth when, when there are lies out in the street, when lies are having their heyday um, at Target or at the movie theater, wherever, wherever lies proliferate, we're going to speak truth. However, we're not going to get worked up and not, we're not going to get into fist fistfights with, uh, with evil people and those who believe and follow and promote evil. We're going to see that. And the reason is because we are going to take this is, this is emphasized over and over in this psalm. We are going to take the long view. Now, the long view is one that we in, in, repeatedly encourage financially. Financially, one should take the long view. We are discouraged biblically from taking a short view. What can I get out of this year? Well, I can screw this guy. I can get a little bit more money out of him this year, and then I'm good. That's not the way the Bible would encourage you to think. We are building a life of faithfulness. That means we're people who pay our bills. We're going to see that in this psalm. We don't uh, declare bankruptcy and now all of my debts are magically gone and I can start over. No, we pay what we owe. We take care of our responsibilities. We grow wealth little by little. That's one of our favorite proverbs around here. We grow wealth little by little. We want to be faithful. We're not looking for the magic play. Um, We want to maximize our opportunities, of course. But when we think long-term wealth, we're not thinking 20 years. Well, if 20 years, I could have a mansion. No, we're thinking 200 years and more. We're thinking, here's the magic phrase, multi-generational. That's what we're thinking is that I want to set up my family that long, long, long term, we can build wealth, success, faithfulness, devotion to the Lord, etc. So we're going to see that repeatedly, and we're going to see that there's financial promises made when one lives this way. All right, I'll get into it. And how about some music to read by? Actually, I'm going to read so much that the, the... music would become boring by the time I finish. So I'm just going to start. This is Psalm 37. Do not, here's the opening line, do not fret because of evildoers. By the way, some people ask. Uh, I usually read a translation called The One New Man when I'm doing a personal study, and when I'm teaching or trying to explain the Bible, I often read The Amplified because it, it, it doesn't read quite as smooth, but it explains things patiently, which I like. Okay, sorry. Music to read by, Amplified Bible, Psalm 37. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. They will wither quickly? I mean, have you seen that in your lifetime? There's, There's a question mark around they will wither quickly, which is, what's the timeline we're looking at? What does quickly mean? It certainly doesn't mean six months. It obviously doesn't mean 30 years. Quickly would be in the eyes of God who sees a thousand years as a day. He wants us to know in light of eternity, the way that I see things, the way that God would say he sees things, they're going to be gone quickly. Don't even worry about them. We, we need to reorient the way that we see timelines. My father, little little uh, tip here for you from Roger Manuel. He always said, he said this to me at the beginning of my marriage. He said, when you start to get into a spat with your wife, ask yourself, is it going to matter two weeks from now? If it's not going to matter two weeks from now, just shrug your shoulders and don't fight about it and move on. It doesn't matter. Huh? Pretty wise. So the timelines that we use in our brains really matter. Okay. Uh, Verse 3, trust, that is, rely on and have confidence in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness. Now we're going to see that dwell in the land means you hang out for quite a while. Dwell in the land. We're talking multi-generational. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Famous verse here, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Now, I believe that if we could orient ourselves to Psalm 37 more correctly, then the very desires of our heart would be developed to more closely match his and match a kind of kingdom priority. So that's, I want that multi-generational outlook. You might have heard this verse, verse 5, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do it. We're talking long-term. He will make your righteousness, that is, your pursuit of right standing with God like the light, and your judgment like the shining of the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord, wait patiently, we're talking about long-term now, Wait patiently for him and entrust yourself to him. Here's the command again. Do not fret, that is, whine or agonize, because of him who prospers in the way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and abandon wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. This reminds me of James that tells us the anger of man cannot accomplish the purposes of God. So I'm just telling you guys, let me repeat myself. In the year 2024, you're going to see things that are going to make your blood boil because of the evil involved, because of lies, because of manipulation, because of the lack of care of the poor and downtrodden. It's right that you recognize those things as evil. It's not right that you respond to evil with anger and fretting. Okay. I'm telling you, it's good for you to make a decision right now as we go into this year. Here's verse 9. For those who do evil will be cut off. Now again, please be thinking in your mind, long term, they will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Now I've got to pause on this. And when we, we, when we read, they will inherit the land, you and I tend to think, Well, that means that I will. It says they will inherit the land. So I'm going to wait for the Lord. So I'll inherit the land. And God simply, let me repeat, God simply doesn't think of you as you alone. He thinks of you as being in a river of generations. And you might be the one who has started a new story of faithfulness and righteousness in your home. Hallelujah for that. But when the verse says you will inherit the land, Doesn't mean you personally, it means your generations, your family line. So may it be that we would all live lives of such faithfulness, such head down calm, if I can borrow a phrase from Thessalonians, working faithfully with our hands. May it be that we would live these kind of lives that our children and our children's children and our children's children's children will inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked one will be gone forever. Though you look carefully where he used to be, he will not be found. But the humble will at last inherit the land, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. If you're a longtime listener, you might remember an article. We wrote a series of articles called Wealth is Inevitable. And in God's plan, if one follows God's way really doesn't even matter if there's sin around you, camping around you. Follow God's way long-term. Wealth is inevitable. And here's another verse that says it. It's Psalm 37, The humble will at last inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. Here's a great little verse here. The Lord laughs at him, the wicked one the one who oppresses the righteous, because he sees that his day of defeat is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy. God has his eye on the, down, the downcast, if you didn't know that already, for people who are oppressed, people who don't have much, um, for orphans, for people who have been abandoned by uh, fathers, uh, by husbands. Lord keeps his eye on them, and I I would strongly warn any of us from ever mistreating those people. Uh, God takes it personally. The wicked have have drawn the sword to cast down the afflicted and the needy to slaughter those who are upright in conduct, those with personal integrity and godly character. The sword of the ungodly will enter their own heart, and their bow will be broken. Okay, here's a multi-generational verse for you. Better To me, this is kind of the theme of the chapter. Better is the little of the righteous who seek the will of God than the abundance and riches of many wicked, godless. In the long term, better is the little of the righteous than riches of the godless. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds and sustains the righteous who seek him. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their inheritance will continue forever. How long is forever? My friend uh, John Myers likes to ask, how long is forever? It's a very, very long time. When God says that the righteous will continue forever, he doesn't mean in your lifetime. He means it's going to continue on and on and on. That's why we need to see ourselves and our families that way. They will not be. Ashamed in the time of evil and in the days of famine, they will have plenty and be satisfied. Whoa, that's one of my favorite verses in this chapter. There's a promise that a righteous person will have plenty and be satisfied, even in a time of famine. God knows that over the generations there are going to be downturns in the market. If I can put that into our language, there are going to be recessions, yay, even depressions and famine. And God says. Faithful people will be taken care of in times of famine. I take great comfort from that promise. But the wicked will perish, and the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures, and like, that, like the fat of lambs that is consumed in smoke. God's like, I'm going to consume them the way that I would consume something on the altar. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back. He's thinking short term but the righteous is gracious and kind and gives for those blessed by God will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. Are we getting the message repeatedly? It said over and over and over. I'm going to skip down and read a couple uh, more verses and then close. Verse 25, a favorite verse of mine, memorize it with friends in college. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. All day long, he is gracious, and he lends, he lends money, and his descendants are a blessing. Thinking long-term, descendants, depart from evil and do good, and you will dwell securely in the land forever. For the Lord delights in justice and does not abandon his saints, his faithful ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will in time be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and live in it forever. I'm going to read one more verse and I'm going to close. It's a good one to end on because you could memorize it. It's, it's Psalm thirty-seven thirty-seven. Easy addresses are good. Mark the blameless man who is spiritually complete and behold the upright who walks in moral integrity. There is a good future for a man of peace because a life of honor blesses one's descendants and I'll close there not reading the whole passage though you should read it with your family um, the, the the faithfulness described in psalm 37 yields a couple of things one it yields a character that is in repose that is a character that doesn't get bent out of shape too easily to me that this is the character of the elders that we see in Titus 1 and 1 Timothy 3 this is someone who is, uh, he is composed in his soul, doesn't get bent out of shape, doesn't, re- doesn't react in a bunch of screamy emotion to what happens around him. This person is composed. And no matter what, what's happening in the culture around, this is a family that's been trained by righteousness that is composed. This person also, because we're living below our means, we're not taking crazy risks we're investing um we're we're diversified if i can if i can f- slam that into this we are slowly building wealth well we have the ability to lend we have the ability to give and it doesn't matter what's happening around us that's always going to be our attitude there could be great famine and there could be a crash around us and still we will share with those who are in need so um this, this description of this godly person. I just want to bless all of you as you look at the year ahead, that you make a decision. We, My family is gonna continue in faithfulness. We're gonna observe a Sabbath day to God. We're gonna rest one day a week. We're gonna faithfully read God's word faithfully in our home. We are going to gather commanded that we gather. 1 Corinthians 10 says that we're going to gather with other believers and we're just going to have these rhythms that are calming to us. They're predictable patterns. God loves these traditions and we're going to walk in his ways. We're not going to get bent out of shape when things go nutty in this election year. And I just bless each one of your homes to be places of peace where we're thinking. I hope that you can just eat grasp this as I'm saying it, that we can be thinking long, 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 long term with our lives, with our money, with our character, with the truth that we speak. We are seeing the long game played out. I bless you with faithfulness in 2024.